Welcome to Aussie Tales, episode 85. Welcome back. Dave, talk about the Zags. Uh, last week on the Zags here. Thanks for having me back. Not a problem. Um, so last week and this week, we uh, 4-0 against Portland, USF, um, San Diego, and BYU. Your thoughts on those games overall? Overall, um, we played some good basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of bad defense played especially in the uh san diego and Mm. uh, san francisco games yeah but uh, overall we got four wins so it can't be that bad absolutely absolutely and now your thoughts on the portland game um zags early 12-3 run start the game there they started off hot um they let Portland pull a little closer than they should have, mm-hmm. uh, but they uh, they end up playing a very good game overall. Yep, absolutely. Now, how impressive is that Gonzaga hasn't lost a road conference game since 2016? Um, the second highest team has seven in the country. I would have rather dropped some of those road games and won some of the home games that we lost. <laughs> True. True, true, true. Absolutely. Um, now, how good is is it to see Kispert attacking the rim at, with abandon here recently? It's excellent. Um, it looks like his uh, high ankle sprain is finally healing. Yeah. And uh, he's able to uh, get that bounce that he had earlier in the year. Oh, yeah. It's, it's good to see that um, come around there. Especially going in March, coming up pretty soon. Now, um, is it weird that we have already played a couple teams twice but only played BYU once, San Diego once? No, not really. Um, Sometimes that's just how scheduling goes. Kind of odd to me, I think, but uh, okay. Now, um, Perkins continues his hot shooting with nine points, three in the the first half. Thoughts on that? Yeah, Perkins had a really good first half. Yeah. Uh, tailed off there in the second half. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did what he was supposed to um, mm-hmm. by not uh, – by taking care of the ball for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, Kispert had seven off the bench and a half, and then Tilly had 13 and a half as well. Strong, strong halves by those guys too. Yeah, Kispert and Tilly were excellent uh, throughout the game. Uh, Kispert, especially in that second half, just tore it up. Absolutely. Now, um, what did you think about the um, the one hand slam by Tilly in the lane there with the, against the pilots there in the second half? Oh, he had a he had a bunch of good. Uh, yeah. He uh, they were running the pick and roll, and uh, Portland couldn't stop it. So they would uh, they would get uh, Tilly in that pick pick and roll and then throw the oop up to him. Yep, they ran that play three or four different times um, with succession on each and every ones, and then they did it against uh, San Francisco as well. Yep, for sure. Now, um, why do you think Mark Few called a timeout when they were up by fourteen late in the first half? At which point? Um, they were um, up by like 14 points, and then 
come find out when they make me a little run, I guess. That's kind of an odd thing to do up by 14. I don't know. It's, it could be few felt like he needed to get a sub in there. Um, I'm trying to recall the. Yeah, it was like last week. So hard to, hard to. Just in general, though, your thoughts, general, overall, like someone called up by 14. Would you do that or just let him play through it there? Not necessarily. Um, yeah. Few's a lot smarter than me when it comes to coaching, but, uh, <laughs> uh, Definitely, uh, if he needed to get a sub in there or he uh-huh. felt like Portland was starting to get momentum. Yep. A lot of the times you call the timeout just to kill the other team's momentum. That's true. That's true. Um, now, Zags up, at, Zags up by 16. How time your thoughts in the first half? They're up by 16. Um, should have been more. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh thing that thing that's been haunting us all year is the uh, letting them shoot open threes. Yeah. We gave up a lot of threes, and it was bad. Yeah, it happens a lot. Most of our games, you know, a lot of our games now, it's been that way. Yeah, and it, and it's poor defensive rotation. Yeah. Uh, falling asleep on defense, watching the ball instead of paying attention to your man. Yeah. Happens a lot, actually. But hopefully they can get, get that, you know, hopefully tightened up a little bit. But um, how would you evaluate, evaluate the ball movement in this game here? Evaluate what? The ball movement in this game. The ball movement, for the most part, was good. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was fine. Um, we didn't end up with a, uh, with a huge number of assists. Yeah. Um, as far as our, our made baskets go, mm-hmm. uh, just over 50%. But mm-hmm. 19 assists, can't go wrong with that. Um mm-hmm. Uh, 13 turnovers, that's still high, especially against a team like Portland. Right. But uh, we gave up 79 points to Portland. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and how awesome was the Tilly um, to Williams dunk alley-oop there? Oh, they Tilly had a great bunch of great yeah but uh looking looking at the the stats mm-hmm. the final 30 minutes of the game mm-hmm. we allowed portland to score 72 points yeah that's not good in the final 30 minutes <laughs> that's like cause that's, that's like putting on pushing the cruise easy button on there easy button i guess just cruise to the win i guess that's what they're doing there but that's the type of mentality that gets us in trouble. Yep. Yep. For sure. And why when we talk about San Francisco. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get there in a minute here. Um, How athletic of a play was it of Norvell to Tilly alley on the slam there? It was. um, I Norvell is our best playmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they need to just keep the ball in his hands instead of Perkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good things happen with Norvell uh, running the offense. Yeah. And how about your boy, Corey? Um, Corey High, 23 points off the bench, 10 boards, 20 minutes of play. About a minute, a minute, a minute, a uh, point a minute, it looks like. Just yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't shoot the ball well from outside. 
Yeah. Um, but he was driving to the basket again. Um, he does a little bit of everything. Uh, four offensive rebounds, six defensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of assists. He had a block, 23 points, um, averaging more than a point a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, averaging basically a point a minute. Yeah. Uh, he had a great game. Yeah. Uh, probably the best that we've seen him play all year. For sure. Uh, which he kept that moment, not necessarily getting the high amount of points, but he kept that momentum yeah. for the next uh, couple of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and Killian um, tied a career 27 points himself as well. Absolutely. And and Tilly has been up and down all year. Yeah. Um, he's been very inconsistent. The whole team itself mm-hmm. has been consistent. Yeah. And then how about final showing for South Smelson in his hometown, 14.6 assists there for, for South Smelson there. Right there at the very end. Um, I think there was like two or three minutes left when he hit that long three. Oh, yeah. For his, uh, for his final shot. That was, that was a great way to send him off. <laughs> yep. Now, um, as a Zags fan, um, do you feel bad for Portland that they may never have a bit of a product for, for many years to come here? No, I don't feel bad at all. Yeah, I'm glad you're agreeing with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Port. Don't get me wrong. Portland's got a bright future ahead yeah. of them, right? With uh, Porter and Shaver, yeah, and uh, Tyson coming off the bench, yep. Uh, but no, I don't feel. <laughs> so- <laughs> there you go. Now, was it good to see that Kispert flexed his muscles again? Once again, the gun shows were out, out and about. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I'm happy to see that. Yeah. Last thing I have here. Uh, what a beautiful one-handed finish for Chile at the rim, which the ball could have easily gone out of bounds there. He did a great job of adjusting to that in midair. Yep. And, uh, and catching it and putting it in. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely <laughs> a highlight play. It was awesome. Yeah. Final thoughts on the game there overall. Overall, we played a good game. Um, like I said, 19 assists, very good ball movement. Um, we did a job on the offense rebound, offense rebounds. Yep. Need to cut down on the turnovers. For sure. Need For sure. High. Yep. And um, then, uh, free, yeah. free throws are killing us. Oh, I know. We yeah. shot 58% for the game. <laughs> That's not what you're looking for there. Um, but moving on to USF, thoughts on that game overall for against the Dons there at home. <laughs> um, uh, this game was closer than it needed to be. Um, we start yeah. off really strong, build up an 18-point lead, and then went on to see them score go on an 18, 18, three run to finish yeah. out that first half. We scored three points in the final 10 and a half minutes. Oh. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason right. that should ever happen. Superior team. So you're, you're inferior team to the, to us. So I'm not sure how that, how that works, but it, I, I know exactly how it happened. We stopped yeah. getting the ball inside. We started shooting contested threes with 15 seconds mm-hmm. on the shot clock. 
Um, each three getting deeper and deeper. Uh, Perkins making a lot of bad mm-hmm. shot selections. Um, honestly, hand in his face, no room to shoot, and he's shooting the ball from yeah. 25 feet out. Switching gears here for a minute here. Um, LeVar Ball was saying coaching is easy. Steve Kerr is Millie Vanilli of coaches and also compares his two youngest sons to match Johnson and Michael Jordan. Your thoughts on, on LeVar Ball's latest comments recently? I don't pay attention yeah. to LeVar Ball and his comments. He does yeah. it for shock value. Um, kind of similar to what uh, 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 Howard, Howard Stern, Stern yeah. does. And but no, yeah, I'm all, I see, all I see is tweets on Twitter. I see tweets about is like it's just ridiculous what he's saying out there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, but what did you think of the Perkins pulling off the the, the Bannon's look with the T-shirt underneath the jersey there? Nice look there for Perkins there. I mean, T-shirt under the jersey. Yeah. It's not a bad, not a bad. Yeah. Me personally, I go with a cut off <laughs> under my jersey. There you go. Uh, that's on the uh, most prolific dunk of season by Zach Norvell there was pretty sick. Oh, yeah. Norvell's had several yeah. of those types of dunks. Uh, tried getting one up against uh, BYU only Foul to be uh, uh, right. fouled right there and didn't yeah. throw it down. Now, initial, initial, initial thoughts on the opening 27 run for the Zags there. The, the initial the initial ten minutes we played damn near yeah. flawless basketball. Um, it was the remaining ten <laughs> minutes of that half plus the the first fifteen minutes of the yeah the second half that that little twenty five yeah. minute stretch we weren't right, very right. good at all. And um, how how good was it to was it to see that J three block is shot with. One shoe. Yeah, that, that was excellent. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And back to NBA, real quick. What are the Clippers sticking? Um, setting Blake to max or max deal, and then over the summer, and then they unload him on to the Pistons there for Detroit. It's it's a mat. There, the Lakers are, are not the Lakers, but the Clippers okay. are clean in the house. Um, they're trying to get younger and get. Mm-hmm. For the future, uh, because they gave Blake that huge yep. contract. Uh, they're trying to get rid of DeAndre, who's in the last mm-hmm. year of his deal. Uh, they just—they're trying to uh, start fresh, hold up, basically, like sales. Yeah, absolutely. Next year. And um, Kispert only got 13 minutes in the game, four points, and a nice dunk. Why so few minutes in the game for Corey? Yeah, it was four points, yeah. two or four shooting. Um, he didn't show up in the no. box score a lot. Um, few cut down his uh, lineup yeah. very. <laughs> oh yeah, very yeah smart. You, sure. And yeah, and, uh, and Rui got as many minutes as he did. He was swapping in with Taylor yeah. and Williams. Um, both of them getting three yeah. fouls. Um, so he was basically spelling them. He had really yep. had a great game um, in the, in the mm-hmm. time that they did, but uh, it was defense. 
our our help defense is yeah. bad. Um, also, at the end of that uh, first half, three turnovers in the last uh, six yeah. minutes or so. Um, Tilly dribbling it off the defender's foot. Uh, Williams with the walk. Um, and then he also had a charge yeah. called against him. It's those types of things right. can't happen, especially yeah. the walking. That that's that gets taught to you in grade <laughs> exactly. school. Exactly. Um, now, who, in your opinion, was the best or is uh, the best pure shooter in at GU uh, his, in the program history? Yeah. Best pure shooter. It's a hard choice. I have, I have an answer, uh, but Dan Dick as my guy, he's just, or Adam Morrison. No, I wouldn't no. go with either one of them. No, they weren't as okay. consistent uh, for mm-hmm. a long period of time. Morrison, Morrison was right. one big year. Um, Dickow was one and a half years, but his he was never the bottle of consistency. He would have his good games and then okay. he'd have bad games. Um, I would say like step, Blake yeah. Step was probably the the best shooter that we've ever had over, in the program. Over Wiltshire? Yeah, over okay. Wiltshire, yeah, definitely. Um, but as far as a, yeah. a close second, I would almost have to put Rabio up there. Yeah. Um, just because the the man was the best yeah. foul shooter throughout mm-hmm. GU history. Um, could pull up from anywhere. He would drive. He could do a yep. little bit of it all. Yep. It's it fun to watch those guys. And uh, until he tried to be fancy at times, and that causes turnovers. Do you agree with that? Like, go, go. Oh, absolutely. Both head yeah. and yeah. both they, they try to take their yep. man off the dribble, and they don't yep. have very good handles. And a lot of the times it uh, ends up with the ball mm-hmm. getting turned over. Uh, he, on Williams, it's he takes extra steps before right. dribbling the ball. Uh, Tilly, it's he ends up he ends up losing the ball yep. as he's dribbling. Yep. And what are your favorite appetizers, and where do you go for those appetizers? Um, yeah. it's a hard question. <laughs> Uh, probably the best appetizer is going to be melting pot with the three course meal getting the the fruit and bread with the cheese yeah that's 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 probably my favorite appetizer yeah Um, as far as for me I I like nachos at swinging doors they give me a whole lot of nachos like a I can't, you, oh, you can't even. You can't. I. I can't even fish them myself in one sitting. Fourteen dollars <laughs> for all nachos. It's fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, now, J, now, J, J3 was very aggressive um, with the game high of sixteen points thoughts on his, and also a rare three also. Yeah, he uh, he picked it up yeah. there at the very end. Um, 
He had a good mm-hmm. day from the foul line. Going yep. five of six. Um, like you said, made the three. Only missed uh, two shots, one of yep. them being a three. Um, 16 points, a couple mm-hmm. of blocks. Only four rebounds, yeah. though, which is not very good for yeah, someone of his size. 10, yeah. And but, uh, between him and Tilly, five mm. turnovers. Five of our eight turnovers. Not a good sign from your big guys. Um, no. Now, Zags up by three at halftime. Thoughts on, the, on that uh, first half there. The Zags up by three. First, first 10 minutes right. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Last 10 minutes, right. very forgettable. Um, bad shot selections, turnovers, um, just not working yeah. the ball inside. One of the things that's been good for us all year is getting the ball into the post, getting it to uh, Ruiz mm-hmm. when, he is, when he's in there, get it to Williams, get it to Tilly, let them go to work down low. But, no, we want to sit there and jack yeah. up threes 25 feet out with, with – Too often that happens all the time. Settling for mm-hmm. threes is a lot. It's our issue. We, too many threes. We, see, we don't let the game come to us, you know. Exactly. And uh, Killian – Four guys, four exacts were in double figures. Killian at 16, Rui at 14, Perk 11, and South with 13 points. And J3 also had the nice game, too, as well. Yeah. We, we've we had this this the whole year. We've always had the yep. balance scoring with players averaging right. 10 or more points. Um, and Norvell's two points away from having six guys mm-hmm. in double figures. Um, this game. So it's definitely something that we've come mm-hmm. to expect as far as the uh, yeah the balance and score. Uh, now, we talked about this just a minute ago, but uh, Zag shoot 722 from the, from the three-point line, and then the, but also 1924 from the stripe, though. I think that was the key of the game to win the game was at the stripe for that game. Yeah, absolutely. They shot uh, – they shot very well from the line, going 19 of 23, 80, almost 83% yeah. from the line, um, which makes up for the 32% <laughs> from three that we shot while allowing our opponents to shoot 50% yeah. from three. Yeah. And how about that alley-oop from, slam from Nelson to Rui there? It, it's been yeah. working uh, as far as the uh, – just getting them uh, to set, set up the screen and then just diving straight to yeah. the basket. Uh, it's been working. It worked against Portland. It's worked against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. They tried getting it against San Diego, but uh, uh, Jay will didn't throw a very good pass right. to Tilly. But uh, it's it's something that's becoming a staple of our high, offense. High low, the hell you, yeah. Because they're getting the, they're just the screeners taking mm-hmm. that dive basket, and it's been wide open because the guy with the ball can normally shoot that that big oh, yeah. shot. Now, Corey didn't play well. I mean that that much, but uh, he had one nice baseline drive for a dunk though off of that little drive there by Corey. Oh, absolutely, and that was that was a a good momentum changer. Yeah. Because um, I think it put us up. Uh, I want to say it put it us put us up yeah. four at the time when he when mm-hmm. he had the dunk, and uh, he just has that that electric energy. Yes, that we- and that led to a J three coast coast to coast uh, drive from J three there as well. 
Absolutely. It's he when he's just mm-hmm. dribbling, not right. beat somebody. Yeah. Williams can do it. But it, when he's trying to beat somebody off the dribble is when he runs into mm-hmm. problems. Same thing goes for Rui. Rui's not good with the handles as far as trying to beat somebody yeah. off the dribble. Now, it seems that Killian has the knack for getting off the rebounds and catching in for points as well. Second, half point, second chance points as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, Rui and Kispert both have a nose for the yeah. offensive rebound. Um, and normally when they do, it gets turned into mm-hmm. made basket. Um, with the exception of the uh, San Diego game where Kispert comes up with the the second, the, or the offensive rebound, throws it out to Perkins, who misses yeah. the three. Yeah. But no, it's between Rui and Kispert. They are great at getting yeah. second chances. It's key to win games, too. Get the boards. Some boards there. Um, now, how good was that J3 LeBron-esque block to saw off the game there at the end there, off the backboard? Oh, absolutely. It's – J3 has some lanky yeah. arms. It, between him and Rui, they get a lot of those chase yeah. down blocks. Um, when they get mm-hmm. beat off the dribble, they're able oh, yeah. to recover. It's good recovering. My friend Matt um, Schumann, he's a DJ, and he was out at downtown a Saturday night, and J3 walks in there. He buys him some shots. He's out till 2 a.m., I guess. J3 was out till 2 a.m. Saturday night at, at the bars. <laughs> I mean, after Before a win? the game on Saturday. Why? So, Friday night. Sorry, Friday night. Friday night. Oh, I, I did I say, thought you said I mean, Saturday Friday, night. Friday night. He was out Friday night until like 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, when you have yep. a night game, sometimes that will uh, that can yeah. happen. As, as long as you don't come in and uh, totally stink up the you place, which Jake had yep. a great game. Against yep. BYU, um, but no, I would much prefer my players not be out. I I totally agree. I, I agree game. for sure. Now, final thoughts on the game the refer- against the Dons overall thoughts. There, I'm glad that we're done <laughs> playing them for the yep. for the most part. We may play WCC tournament right. play, but uh, I'm glad that we're done. With oh them yeah, for right now they're a pesky team too for us to you know. They're hard for us to play, I guess. I'm not sure why we have a hard time against. We do have our time playing against them, you know? Yeah, we are really hard yeah. to play. Now, um, do you think this all-star captain pick is good for the game of the, in the NBA? Yes. Explain. This was the best, uh, best all-star format that they've had yeah. in a long time. It's going to make the game more competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, because let's let's be real, the West has dominated the All Star game Years. for quite yeah. some time. Um, this is gonna shake it up, make the game more competitive. Mm-hmm. I had Team LeBron having the yep. edge up until the recent string of injuries <laughs> that has affected right. his team. But uh, I think with the additions of uh, Drummond mm-hmm. and uh, 
um, mm-hmm. Paul George, I think they can still pull yeah. it off. Yes, and um, it would make it more interesting if they had it actually televised the event, be better drama, you know, to have it on uh, on the bro- ESPN broadcast or NBA TV broadcast. Oh, absolutely, and they'll 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 probably do that later yeah. years. Um, they'll probably make it a part of All Star Weekend. Yeah. Now, um, back to food here for a second here. Um, do you prefer a buffet or a traditional meal off the off the menu? There depends on where the buffet is at. Let's say, let's say uh, Golden Corral. No, no, I don't prefer you Golden don't. Corral. Now, if we're talking, uh, if we're talking. Uh, uh, Brazilian steakhouse buffets. Whoa, okay. And yes, please. <laughs> I prefer buffets over anything. I don't care. I, I just love buffets. I'll go two or three trips. I'm good. Yeah, it just depends on where yeah. it's at. Because Golden Corral, the food is just not that, not that good. good. No. But if you go to some of these Brazilian steakhouses, uh-huh. um, I don't know if you've been to the one in I've, Coeur d'Alene. I've been to zero Brazilian steakhouses. They are They're amazing, amazing, huh? All yes. right. The uh, the best ones over mm-hmm. in Coeur d'Alene. It is uh, it's called Grill from Pimpinima. Oh yeah, okay. I've seen that one. Legit. It is the best. Nice. Um, now how impressive was the triple double by James Harden with sixty points, highest 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 scoring triple double in history. I don't like James Harden. <laughs> but it was impressive, though. Never, never have. It is yeah. impressive, but uh, when you're taking the majority of yeah. the shots, it's just like why I don't like Russell Yeah, Westbrook. I hate Russell Westbrook and the passion. They, uh, they make sure that they are handling the ball 90% yeah. of the time. So when you handle the ball 90% of the time, triple-doubles like that. For sure. Um... Now, what is your favorite breakfast uh, food? Foods. Uh, favorite breakfast foods probably going to be uh, chicken fried steak. Mm, so, or is that lunch food or is that breakfast? Is that a, is breakfast? breakfast? Okay. Country fried steak with uh, country gravy over okay, the top. Okay. Some hash That's good browns, stuff. Eggs. Yeah. Had some of that at. Frank's oh, I love Frank Center. So good. I prefer pancakes, sausage, eggs, uh, toast, um, hash. I'm not, I'm not a big pancake You're person. not a pancake person. Not a big pancake person. I'd rather do French toast or waffles. Well, if you want a good waffle, um, there's a place on Monroe down the, down the hill called Waffles Plus. You check right yeah. there, I get the All-American waffle. All-American, it has a Blueberries, strawberries, ice cream, whipped cream. <laughs> so, so all, all I know is the waffle place down here have nothing compared really? to Florida. Yep. Waffle House. Oh, That's all I'm going to say. Is I've waffle. heard good things about Waffle House. I've heard good things about Waffle House. For sure. Waffle House is wonderful. Oh, yeah. I got two more things on this, on this one here. Um, do you think the NBA should retire 23 across the league for Jordan? No, no, okay. I don't. Just because people, uh, other people wear it, or I don't, 
I, I honestly don't think uh, I'm okay with Jackie Robinson's number being retired across yeah. all teams because of what he did for the sport. Because the car, car barrier and all that. Yeah. But it's very rare that I will agree that uh, uh, sport should uh, retire another. Yeah. Has to be a very special um, occurrence. Absolutely. I got you. Yeah, I agree actually with that. Me and Matt had the same chat on Saturday night at the game. Uh, but um, what else I have here for this game? Um, if you had your choice of three current NBA players to compete in a three-on-three tournament, who would you uh, choose? For my three-on-three NBA. Yeah. All right. So I would take LeBron. Mm-hmm. I would take Durant, mm-hmm. and I would take the Greek Freak. Wow, that's a good team. Because um, you're going to have LeBron dishing out the yep. ball. You have Durant who can hit it everywhere. Yeah. And then you just have the straight athleticism of uh, Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Well, I went a different direction. I went LeBron James, um, Steph Curry, and Anthony Davis, my three, because Curry is a deep-range Pat, good passer, then LeBron's LeBron, then Anthony Davis can get three bounds in it down low, then box shots down low. Not bad. Yeah. I'd take my team. Yeah, I'm, I know. Because you, your team nine times out of ten. It, so, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, um, that's not what I want. Okay, so now we're going to San Diego's game. Um, thoughts on the, on that game against the Toreros on Thursday night? Up and yeah. down. It uh, we had some great times, and then we just our the ugly head uh, reared its face again yeah. uh, with the uh, with the three point defense. Mm-hmm. We gave up a lot of wide open threes, which they made us pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a three four point game with two minutes left. Yep. It was crazy, <laughs> but. Uh, I was I was at uh, pool league on on Thursday, yeah. and my teammates asked who on Gonzaga I'd rather I I'd like to be taking the last shot or have uh, have the last shot. Yeah. And my answer was quick. I would rather have Novell yep. taking that last shot. We agree. Yeah. And Louis, um, and he proved that in that uh, San Diego yep. game, the hitting the big three uh, there with about three and a half four minutes mm-hmm. left. And then uh, when they're up seven, hitting that deep three to put them up ten, which sealed it. For sure. Now, Perkins had a, um off, off-ish game, but started the game off six six points yep. um, of the ten. So, good half start of the game, actually. Good start for him, at least. Yeah, should have had a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't miss those two free throws. Yeah. Um, which he should never miss two, three, three. two out of three. Right. Yeah. Um, also, he um, that was a that was a good uh, rebound off the miss shot mm-hmm. um, there at the beginning and getting it into the basket and then the deep three that he hit and then he just he went cold. Yep. Um, started forcing up shots mm-hmm. again. Uh, poor shot selections. Um, there at the end, he was able to get the the three point play, yep. yep. Um, which definitely helps. But uh, his play of the uh, his his play for that game was just 
subpar. Right for 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 what he can accomplish, though. Yeah, for him, definitely subpar. Now a nifty coast to coast finish for Mister Melson there. Absolutely, it was. Uh, he's he's got that athleticism, mm-hmm. and he can take the the he can take the hit yep. uh, and still finish, which. Um, the broadcast was talking about Perkins not being able to do right. which he can't. Yeah, he's too. Um, he he worries too much about the contact, so he misses the layup. Yeah, I would. I, would. Um, I think it was. I think it was Dickow that was talking about. He just needs to find a spot on the backboard to throw the ball off. Yeah, and not worry about the contact. Yeah, that's that's true too. Um, this game was kind of a slugfest. Um, start start out start, but uh, the big three by Kisper in the easy J three finish versus the. Tio by the Terreros there. Absolutely, and that uh, Kispert three came off of uh, an offensive rebound mm-hmm. um, kick out to him, which he had his feet set, went straight up and down, and buried it. Yep. it was fantastic. It was fun to see that happen. Absolutely, and when he's able to get his feet set and go straight up mm-hmm. and down, he's not fading backwards, fading side to yep. side. He's going to hit him more often than not. Oh, yeah. And it seems that J3 over uh, the last couple of games has been attacking the rim, which has been lacking last of late. Absolutely. He's been, uh, he's been going to the basket a lot more instead of settling mm-hmm. for uh, the jump hooks and the jump shots. And it's, and it's helped his play. Oh yeah. Um, 16 points, the game against USF 14 points here against San Diego. Uh, but still, he's he's turning the ball over at an alarming rate. Four turnovers uh, this game. Yep. And it, sound, it seemed like uh, Kispert figured things out a little bit. Just laid out to 12 at that point in the game. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Kispert's, uh, Kispert's he had a very strong game. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very active on the uh, – Offensive boards, or uh, very, very active on the boards. He was, uh, he was moving around on defense, mm-hmm. uh, challenging a um, lot of, a uh, lot of plays at the mm-hmm. hoop. Um, they just, he just doesn't get the playing time that I sh- feel that he should. Yeah. Um, but he, he did excellent with the minutes that he got. Oh yeah, I agree. Now, this is very uncharacteristic by the Zags um, shooting 7-13 from the line the first half. They're not uh, ideal there. I mean, you say it's not very characteristic. It's been pretty <laughs> pretty standard for the season. For the mo- I guess the last couple of games, I guess. I'm not sure. But most of the time, they're usually high 70s, low 80s, I think, usually. Um, most games that I end up seeing, they're in the the – 60s and 50s mm. they shot 65 percent this game okay from the line. yeah 13 of 20 yeah um and most of it being perkins mm-hmm. and williams yeah and but the good thing though um flip side of that is the first half second hand chance points sex at 14 usd only had two so that's a good sign there absolutely we attacked the offensive uh, offensive glass um we had the height advantage against them yeah. They had the the physicality to match up, but we had the height advantage, so we were able to tip out a lot of uh, rebounds. Oh yeah, and the Zags up by nine at halftime. We saw some the uh, first half there. First half was excellent. Yep. The first four minutes of that second half, yep. 
not very good. <laughs> yeah, speaking of um, second half, USD knocks down back to back threes, forces the GU to call a TO up up by three now, down by up on by three now at that point. So, yep, and also at the start of the half, you have Perkins missing a bunny yep. at the rim. Yep, yep. You have them forcing up a three point. Turned it over too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. It uh, it was a rough start, um, <laughs> a rough start that second half. Yep. But uh, on the good side here, um, South Melson was putting Zags on his back, making big shots after big shot for the Zags there. Absolutely, and uh, Killian uh, was doing doing his uh, thing, yep. getting to the line. Williams getting dunks. Mm-hmm. Williams was a was a killer, and then yep. Silas went on his his personal 7-0 run, yeah. <laughs> um, which was, which was awesome. Huge. Uh, yeah. He's very good at anticipating the, uh, the passing yeah. runs on that steal and dunk that he had. Yeah. That's what I asked you next about the dunk there. Steal and dunk. Yeah. So I asked you next actually. Yeah. He's, he's great at uh, anticipating and playing the passing lanes. Mm-hmm. So he's able to get those. Uh, I think that's four so far this season. Mm-hmm. That uh, that he's got and had that uh, breakaway dunk. Yep. And uh, Zach puts up puts Zach by seven with three minutes left. Um, the young gun saw it saving his bullets for crunch time. Absolutely, Zach is um, our best playmaker, mm-hmm. um, our best shooter. He uh, he's who I want to have the ball whenever the game is close. Yep. Um, he will make the right basketball mm-hmm. play. Um, hits that three with three and a half minutes, three minutes and fifteen seconds left. Um, which then San Diego it forces San Diego to call a timeout. Yep. And then when uh, when uh, they're they're up by seven again, he gets it and hits the deep three again. Mm-hmm. He just he put him away. Yep. And um, what your re- your reaction to um, uh, Turioff getting uh, to the WC Hall of Fame for in uh, in March here down in Vegas? Super happy, yeah. super happy for yeah. that. Uh, he definitely deserves yeah. it. Uh, one of the one of the best players to ever play at Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who had the most heart. Oh yeah. Out of anybody, not necessarily the most skill, yeah. but he was he was all hard. Oh, yeah, and he gave me a fan favorite day one of the Zags. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. He had the he had that personality yeah. um, that was infectious mm-hmm. that everybody loved. Oh, yeah, he's always had a smile on his face. Yeah, he 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 he'd go to all the games, uh, different games, different sports. He's all around campus, so he's, he's all around, around, all around good guy. Also, absolutely. Um, now, after struggling uh, most of the evening, nice Perkins drive and finish and uh, knock down three throw out Zags up by seven at that point. Yeah, that 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 three point uh, three point play that he had after uh, San Diego cut it to four with just under two minutes left. Mm-hmm. That was excellent. We definitely needed that. Clutch. And it's definitely a uh, a veteran play mm-hmm. uh, driving to the basket, knowing that if he doesn't make the make the layup, he's still getting fouled. Yeah. 
And uh, Zach Norvell puts the dagger from corner to give Zags a, Zags a 10 point win there. Yeah. Zach is a beast. Mm-hmm. And is this what you what you thought would happen with the style of USD plays? They they play a rough style on defense. Um, I didn't expect only a ten point victory. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected uh, after the the uh, the bad game we played against San Francisco. Yeah. I expected us to run away with this right. one. But uh, there's a reason why San Diego's uh, got a top 30 defense. Yeah, they, and yeah, they almost lost. They, they almost beat um, St. Mary's on Saturday. Yep, they sure it's did. Three-point game. But uh, St. Mary's, they're super efficient. Yep. And they, uh, they're going to be hard to beat. Yep. Now, Perkins had 13 points, but also no assist, though. Your thoughts on no, having no assist in that uh, as, as your point guard? I don't like it. Yeah. But, uh, like I said, I think uh, Norvell should be handling the ball. Mm-hmm. The The team itself had seven assists yep. on 25 made baskets. So it was a lot of one-on-one basketball, mm-hmm. uh, not really sharing. Um ball movement, uh, ball, the ball kept sticking. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a very good, uh, uh, offensive display. Right. And then, uh, J3 had 14 and 12 and also Zach 13 points. That was with 12. And then, um, yeah, thoughts on those, on those stats there. Yeah, it was excellent. Um, with Norvell and Perkins having 13, mm-hmm. Nelson having 12. Williams having 14, again, that balanced scoring. Yep. And then you had uh, Kispert with eight. So, again, you almost have uh, five players and double figures. Mm-hmm. Tilly with the off game, yep. which goes back to what I've been saying about the the inconsistency um, between most of the players. Williams has been hot as of late, so it'll be interesting to see if that keeps going. Yep. As we get later into the season. Oh yeah, and final thoughts on the game overall. There, um, uh, we got one more game against uh, San Diego in the Jenny Craig Pavilion. Yep, Slim Jim. Uh, yep. So it'll be, it'll be another rough battle. Yep, as they always are. Um, yep. Um, hopefully we'll, we won't have it be a four point game with two minutes left. Yeah, hopefully it'll be like fifteen points or so. Yeah. Now down the game on Saturday night up against BYU. Thoughts overall on that game? On that game, I was so happy to see <laughs> one of my favorite non-Gonzaga basketball players uh, doing the commentating for the game. Hummel. Yeah, Robbie Hummel was always one of my favorites. He's fan- he was um, fantastic. I watched him at- Yeah, yeah, it was. He had a very sad, uh, sad ending to his career mm. with all the knee injuries that he had. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. But he was he was one of my favorite non Gonzaga players. Yeah. yeah, I I agree. Um he was a white guy and doing great things for white guys out there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He he destroyed people in the post there. Big ten. He was he was unstoppable. Yeah. And uh he's also a really really good commentator too. First his first year, I think, his first year on the job too. Yeah, he's He's definitely he knows his game. Like Seth Barnum. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, paired up with Rothman was it was it was a nice combination to listen to. Eric's, I, Eric's awesome. I like Rothman. He, he's really good. I do not think that I heard a volleyball reference the whole game, so it was real <laughs> nice. Or Fanny Pack reference, so it's plus on the on both fronts. Exactly. <laughs> now, um, going to the game, um, Zach's making it priority to attack the rent, the paint early in this game, which we needed to. Um, the we needed to get some of their big men in in uh, foul trouble. Yep. Um, Yoli Child, oh. just a beast. God, so good. Um, and they had mentioned uh, Worthington with the surprise start. Yep. Um, he's a very, very good player and old for somebody who was he wasn't yeah. starting. Yeah. Um, six of eight from the field mm-hmm. for sixteen points from him. Yep. And then Childs, um, getting fourteen. Yep. Haas getting twenty-two. We did a great job stopping Elijah Bryant. Yep. Um, that was that was probably key to us pulling this game out. Get four points. Yeah. But one of eleven shooting. Yep. Um, we held their bench to zero points. They played two guys off the bench too. Only two guys off the bench well, for BYU. They played four guys off the bench, but hmm. okay. only only two of them with more than five minutes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, they had a guy with four minutes, a guy with five minutes, a guy with eight minutes, and a guy with seven minutes. Mm. Uh, Celios was the uh, was the one with uh, seven minutes. Yeah, the 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 white guy. My guy, we're fifty. Yeah, Zach Selios. Right, he's pretty good. Which uh, he he did some damage to us last year. Yeah, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah, I I would assume so. Um, now the alley-oop one-handed for Salas to Killian start the game. Pretty nice. Uh, yeah, that was beautiful. I I thought it was going to get tipped by the defender. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, but he was able to crowl it and put it in with one, uh, one swoop. Yep. Um, it was a it was a nice clean play. Yep. I noticed that Rui um, has a new cut, a mushroom top now, and uh, Corey has a nice cut too. Thoughts on those guys' uh, cuts there? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works for them. Yeah. <laughs> not your cup of tea, though. I I would say. No, not necessarily. All right. Right. Um, how impressive was that CJ McCollum 50 points in three quarter, two and a half quarters, basically that he played CJ was amazing. Yep. Um, he was doing it all <laughs> his, uh, his crossover it's ridiculous. is killer. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm, I'm stoked to see him in person yep. here in about a month and a half. They're playing uh Boston or who are they playing? Yep. They'll be playing Boston. Yeah. They lost today on a buzzer beater by Horford off balance. Yeah, they lost yesterday to that. Well, that was yesterday. No, it was yesterday. Boston and the Portland played this morning. It, it was yesterday. Okay. <laughs> yep, it was it was yesterday. Um, hmm. Well, I could have sworn it was yesterday. It was, that's when I. It was I, no, I, I, nope. I got the text message about it yesterday. Well, that's strange because it was today. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm a fan of the team, so I should know these things. But it, it's all it's all good. Um, I I digress. Now, <laughs> um, now, uh, oh yeah. So, um, how pesky is 
uh, TJ Haw's family for the B, for the Haw family, but for BYU overall, and also TJ Haw's overall as well. TJ's the Haw's family has a bunch of great uh, great shooters. Yeah. Um, with uh, TJ cleaning it up. Yeah. He's just he's unstoppable. Except for the last minute in the game, then. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's too bad. That's just too bad. Um, but uh, how about uh, we count out lucky stars that we missed um, Jimmer in WCC um, before he came, before we, BYU came to the conference there? I mean, we had enough of him in the tournament. Yeah, uh, tournament when he torched us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, now, how the the nice alley oop from from Ravel to Perk on the the lane uh, alley was pretty nice as well. Oh, absolutely. And, um, the alley oops are all real nice. Yep. Yeah. And then um, then he followed up with a nice steal on the off balance finish as well. Yeah, it was it was real nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, just a, a a great uh great shot mm-hmm. um especially going off off balance for it yep got foul too i think too i on the play i think call it oh yeah of course <laughs> like usual now that's up by 10 at halftime with us in the first half the first half was it was good yeah we played we played nice and strong um it was a back and forth matchup mm-hmm. um but we we kept our we kept our uh, defense up. We didn't really let them shoot many open shots. Mm-hmm. Um, Williams does need a little help in the post when guarding bigger guys. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's, it's working out good. Oh yeah, first half, first half, J three nine point seven boards, Tilly nine points, and Perkins seven points and four assists. Halftime thoughts on. Those performances there in the first half by J three Tilly and uh, Josh, they they had great first halves. Um, definitely shot the ball well mm-hmm. um, between the three of them. Yep, and Zags also at twenty four points in the first half in the paint. Also a good sign to see there too as well. Oh, absolutely. And how tough is Tilly to play through the flu in the first ha- in, in that game? It's like he looked, you know. Strong half, and then he kind of didn't play that much the second half. I I got a little tired of the Jordan references. Uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> Seems like when everybody's sick, they want to reference Jordan's flu game, which yeah. Let's be honest, hungover. He didn't really have the flu. He had food poisoning. Was it poison? I think it was hungover. I thought. Yeah, it was food poisoning. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was uh, uh, reading this book called The Jordan Rules. Right. Um and. They they specified that it was uh, food poisoning. Okay. Mm. But it's always been referenced as the flu game. Yeah, it sure has. Um, now, what what happened in the opening moments after when BYU went on nine three run? We stopped hitting shots. Mm-hmm. They started hitting them. They got some great looks. Yep. Um, Haas was just beating his man. Um, off the dribble and rising up and hitting his his jumper that he does. Yeah. Um, again, Childs, we couldn't <laughs> stop him. Right. Um, Worthington gave them 
32 excellent minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really do anything on the defensive end. Yeah. Um, but he was he was a scorer for him. Yeah. As much as we both hate BYU with a passion, um, did you like the the those powder powder blues they they were last night? I didn't mind them. Um, yeah. I read a tweet on Facebook that they looked a lot like uh, Army's uniform. Army, okay, or not Army, Air Force, Air, oh, Force, Air Force, Air Force, yeah. Um, which they did. It was the same same shade of blue. Yeah. Now, is Kennel Club lacking this season? They're not, they're not as as voices as, as they have been in the past in past years. I wouldn't say that they're lacking mm-hmm. uh, as far as energy goes. Yeah, the rest of everybody in the kennel, right, has been lacking. Like the as far as energy you know, goes, right. Um, which, when you look at the the people that are there, it's mm-hmm. mostly old people. <laughs> They're they're not going to give us the energy that we need in the building, right? Right. And TJ Hawes had a nice, um, nice pretty much show for the for the Zags fans. Their thoughts on his game overall. TJ is a baller. Yeah. Um, and he's only a sophomore. I know. So we got two more years of him. Please go with the NBA. <laughs> I highly doubt that's going to happen. I know. Like, uh, I'm sure, his brother stayed all four years too. Unfortunately, yeah, um, yeah, because uh, hope, yeah, I don't, yeah, he's he he's a load for sure. Oh, yes. he's got huge. He's got really good handles too, though. Good handles too. Yeah, he's a very good, fundamentally sound football or uh, basketball player. Yeah, and uh, that one, yeah, that one shot he had, we had no no look at no look at bad. He just threw it up and went in the basket. It was ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah, and um. And then huge three, three, huge by three by Zach gives Zach a three, um, a three uh, lead. I guess two minutes to go. Yeah, that was that was Zach didn't have a very good game, right? Shooting wise, yeah. But he did a little bit of everything: um, five boards, two assists, a mm-hmm. steal, no turnovers, seven points. Um, that three was that. Again, he he comes up big late in games. Puts it by three at that point, which he missed to go. Yeah, yeah, huge shot, and then um, also a huge jab step finished. Then the block at the other end as well. Oh, absolutely, he's he's amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, his uh, his three put us up three with yep. uh, two and a half minutes left. Yep. And they had Worthington come up, make a free, th- and mm-hmm. and uh. Williams getting his layup, yep, and then Rui icing it there at the the end with two free throws, and then Josh mm-hmm. another two, yep. Now, Haas, as good as he was the whole whole game, he blew. He was blow, blowing it down the stretch in the final minutes of the game. Your thoughts on his his downward spiral there? Well, it was uh, it was interesting because that last minute, yep, where. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did get hit on the hand. Yep. When he lost the ball, mm-hmm. Rui did double dribble. Yep. There was no question about it. He did double dribble. Oh yeah, it was obvious. Yeah. Um. So BYU kind of got screwed. We came away with the with the W. 
That's un- that is just unfortunate. They got screwed because <laughs> uh, they. That is just uh, I that's mean, unfortunate. <laughs> I'm I'm all for uh, Gonzaga winning. Uh, yeah, I just I hate bad refereeing. Well, we they like we we got hammered the whole game. They didn't call anything, and then we hit them. They called them. So it's like it's like you know it goes around comes around. I guess it the first half they let us all play. Yeah, there was there was no really foul calls being called. They yeah. were letting it. They were letting the teams play uh-huh. in a physical game. Yeah, that suits us. Yep. Um, so I really liked how it was going in the. Uh, in the beginning of the game, but that that double dribble right there in front of the referee—that's <laughs> something that I, yeah, I I feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad taking that because it should have been a turnover. Because Rui even looked um, looked a little shocked that it didn't get called when he right. started dribbling again. I was not um, um, feeling bad about that at all. I just you know what happened, but. Uh... <laughs> A little bit turn the cheek, you know. But uh anyways, um Zags win and uh win it and and, and they're three year losing streak at home against the, the BYU Cougars. Yes. Um we still got one more game against them. Which Provo. Yeah. It's the season finale, which mm-hmm. they always give us uh all we can handle in those season finales. For sure. Should be a fun um, game. I'm yeah. just glad it's not at home this year for the last game. Oh yeah, I I agree. Now Josh Perkins had a nice night, fourteen point seven assists, and then J three thirteen and ten, and Rui with fifteen off the bench. Yeah, Rui had a great game. Yeah, um, uh, which was nice because he had a couple of off games. Yep. Um, yep. In the last couple, mm-hmm. but uh, he just he's good at using his athleticism to beat uh, beat some of the players that are guarding him because mm-hmm. not many people are skilled enough, especially when he's playing the four. Yeah. They're not skilled enough to guard him. Yeah. I sent you an article um, this week, thoughts on the article that I sent you that where the Zach students' body decided not to wear Mormon shirts and bicycle helmets this year to I'd... not offend the uh, Mormon race, I guess. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, there's there's no need to offend them for, yeah. for their religion. Right. Um. That's that's a stupid thing to make fun of people for. I, I agree, totally. Um, it it was nice for them to uh, get together and and the student body or the the kennel president. Yep, getting together with school officials and mm-hmm. making sure that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I thought it was nice, and it especially shows it shows respect to your teammate who's also more to see Wade, yeah. So absolutely it, it shows respect for your teammate mm-hmm. and your classmate. Yep. Now, um, now Larson didn't get one minute at all last night. Your thoughts on not not him get, not getting him any PT against the against BYU? He and I think against San Diego, he only got three minutes. Yeah. So, um, if he was starting to go to his uh, his seven eight man rotation. Mm-hmm. With uh, Jeremy Jones, yep, uh, pulling in eight minutes, mm-hmm. which Jeremy had, he had a great, uh, he had three offensive rebounds, uh, getting one right off the bat as soon as he got in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he couldn't finish 
which was it was bad. He missed a missed yeah. a bunch and then got fouled. Yeah. Couldn't make either free throw. But then the nice block though too though was nice too. Was a Absolutely. Bit, ten, 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 ten block, yeah. He he does the he does the little things. Yeah. Which is nice and he should be getting some more minutes as well. Oh yeah. But uh we're gonna run seven people mm-hmm. and when we go eight, it's gonna be Jeremy. Yeah, not not uh, not Larson. Larson will only pay play if uh Williams gets in foul trouble. Or or Tilly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well he, I I don't even see Tilly him playing when Tilly gets in foul trouble. Okay. But with Tilly playing the four. Oh right. Right. They would just throw Rui in there. Yep. Yep. Um and I don't see Wade getting any playing time in left. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, this is from Matt um, Green. Um, with all these uh, NBA guys starting 50 points, games plus, um, what do you think attributes of that? Because before, it never happened before, like at this high rate in the past couple of years here. It's the uh, the way the game is being mm-hmm. played is yeah. different than it mm-hmm. used to. Um, whereas the game before used to be inside dominated. Yeah. So dominated by bigs Mm -hmm. um now it's more guard oriented Mm -hmm. uh more three-point shooting um it's a faster paced game than it used to be yeah um and also the the rule changes to allow a more uh, free-flowing game Mm -hmm. um no hand checking things like that that helps to the scoring now um in your opinion who is the best dunker of all time nba Best dunker of yep. all time, probably the human highlight. <laughs> yeah, Dominique. Yeah, Neek was probably the best. I would dunker. agree, but I would I would uh, say Vince Carter's another one. Yeah, say Vince Carter was on my list. Yeah, like Vince Carter and Sean Kemp. See, I didn't think Kemp was that great of a dunker. Mm-hmm. Uh, being six nine, yeah. six ten. Um, he had he didn't really have to get yeah. up, but uh, in game dunking, mm-hmm. I would give it to yeah. Neek. Dunk contest, yeah. it's it was Vince Carter. The governor got is that guy from France, whatever it was, or where it was in the yeah in that game, yeah. In yeah when, he, when he tea when he teabagged that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I got uh. Let's see, I got a couple more things, and we'll let you go. Um, are you a brunch guy, or and if so, where do you go for brunch? Old oh, European, yeah. we same spot. Yep, it's a fantastic place for brunch. Absolutely, that or uh, sweet yep. doors. That oh, albatross, so good. Oh my god. Yes, albatross is a great breakfast. Sausage patty, gravy, hash browns, eggs, everything. It's all in there. Biscuits oh. and gravy. Mm. Okay. That's my favorite, actually, almost. If it's done right. Um, now, what is an overrated and underrated food um, for you? Overrated? Mm-hmm. Anything seafood. Oh, God. Seafood's disgusting. No. no. Yes. Seafood is disgusting. <laughs> um. Underrated, yeah. um, 
Damn, that's a hard yeah. one. Um, I don't know if there is an underrated okay. food. Uh, probably spaghetti would probably be underrated yeah. just because when people are naming favorite dishes, yeah. spaghetti doesn't really get the nod. Except for, from yours truly. <laughs> yeah. Um, for myself, overrated, overrated for me would be um, avocado. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, avocado. It's it's all right. I mean, it's good, but it's not it's a super. Fi- it's super not like, food. oh my god, great! You know, it yes, is. Yes, it is. There is nothing better than a turkey avocado bacon sandwich. <laughs> okay, oh, I guess. Um, you you need to go to Panera and you need to get the turkey. Uh, turkey avocado BLT. Okay. It is the best. I get mine without lettuce and tomato because I don't put that gross shit on my yep. sandwich. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot one of these days. Um, underrated though, underrated I would say the vanilla wafer. You know, just get a lot of a lot of play, but uh, I need a whole box of those bad boys. They're they're not that good though. They're good. For you, they they, they taste like plastic. Oh, man, we are definitely on the wrong w- wavelength there. Um, <laughs> but I have two last things here. Um, let's get your overall thoughts on the game, and then we'll go on the last thing I have here for you. I'm sorry. Thoughts on that? the BYU game. Final thoughts on the BYU game. It it was good. Um, we played. Uh, we played. A, we played a solid mm-hmm. game from start yeah. to finish. Um, there really wasn't any uh, big lapses yeah. like we had in the the San Diego mm-hmm. game and the uh, the USF yep. game. Um, it was against a solid opponent. It was a great, yep. great way. To... For sure. That's something I have here for you. So, Super Bowl Sunday was today. Thoughts on that, in that awesome game. Eagles, Eagles beat the Patriots 133. I, Eagles, fly. Yep. Um. I was happy to see the Eagles get the first uh, first championship. Yep. Um, congrats to Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. True uh, underdog right yep. there. Um, great play calling from uh, Doug that Peterson. Four, that two-point conversion, with the, they had the uh, end around of Nick Foles. Amazing. No, the, that wasn't a two-point conversion. That was a touchdown. Oh, that's right. It was a touchdown. That's right. Well, four, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a fourth yeah, down. Yeah, fourth down, yeah. And goal, yeah. Yeah, that was a great play yep. call. Um, offensive line did a great job. They ran the ball really mm-hmm. well. Um, defense came up huge there at the very <laughs> end. Stripping I was Brady. like, no way this is going to happen. Is this going to – are they going to catch it in the end zone? But it was, fell, out, fell short, though. Gronk fell short. Um, yep. And uh, Gronk um, – is um, he is thinking about retirement? Yeah, doesn't that? I I don't know what to feel about that. Twenty nine years uh, old, you know. He is my uh, he is my fantasy <laughs> tight end. That's not coming from a while mile he's, away. He's he's who I always uh, he's who I always target. Yeah, in that back end of the first round. Yeah. Well. Last year, Old Thomas was saying he might retire, then, but then he didn't retire. So I'm not sure if Gronk's serious about it or not, but and I guess we'll find out. But if he does retire, it would be a, a big loss for the NFL. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, Gronk's personality oh. is, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, I love Gronk. Um, his 69 jokes never get old. I, I didn't see those. Oh, oh he brought, uh, he brought 69 friends and family to the Super Bowl. Oh, did he? Yep, 69 people. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That, that. Yeah, he he had a joke earlier in the year when he caught a 69th touchdown. He's like, I may not catch another touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, that's that's fantastic. That is that, that is great. And um, I think of the of the uh, Timberlake halftime it was pretty awesome. Yes, the this was awesome. the best awesome. uh, halftime best. show that we've had in a long time. Yeah. Um, JT did a great job. The Prince oh, hologram was, was so good, so good. Lighting up the city in purple with uh, Prince's emblem. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was. I wanted to see NSYNC, but I know NSYNC Arena, but that like, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. I guess. I did not want to see NSYNC no? because no. <laughs> JT was better by himself once he went solo. Right, right, um, and. What was your favorite um, commercial of, of the Super Bowl? The Eli Manning <laughs> OBJ. That was the best commercial. The, uh, the dancing, uh, the dancing. Yes, the dirty dancing. God, that was yes. so good. Oh. Yes, that was the best commercial. Uh, and I hope I hope that they try to break that out in a game next year. <laughs> a, celebration, a celebration dance of some sorts. That would be amazing. <laughs> Like the eyes were like the eyes when they're like it's just wide eyes gazing. It was pretty amazing. Yep. And then then I was like, and then he's like, oh no. Then he, he jumped in his arms and put him up in the air. It was so well so good. I know Eli Manning's not that strong to hold him up like that. Uh-huh. So there there was wires to or by double or something like that. Or you know, Eli's just not strong enough for that. Right. But yeah, that was the best because other ones that had they were there, they weren't that great this year. A batch, they weren't that fantastic either. They they weren't bad. Um, there was one other one, um, the uh, Dorito Mountain Dew commercial. Oh, yeah, that one was excellent. Having Morgan uh, Freeman, uh, Morgan Freeman, and Peter Dinklage. Uh, yeah, Peter Dinklage yep. from Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage <laughs> singing Buster Rhymes. <laughs> It was awesome. That was awesome. Also, I like the Eminem with, with DeVito was pretty good too. Yeah, that one wasn't. Yeah, bad. but other ones were, were were not great. But but like tried too hard, I guess, on their campaign. That was yeah. that was a dud. Dilly dilly. And Philly Philly um, is burnt down right now. <laughs> and uh, listening to the uh, scanner on for an hour and. Uh, the Rich Carlton Hotel on 14th and Market Street in Philadelphia. People are are, are climbing up, climbing up the, uh, the the poles there, jumping off the poles. One guy got unconscious. Um, Sounds about hit right. Hit runs were happening. Um, arrests were being made, and uh, there's yep. there's fire. Right. There's cars being turned over. There's cars being lit up on fire. Welcome to Philadelphia. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, so, um, and also a preview of um, Pacific and St. Mary's coming up um, next week here. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Um, yeah. Pacific is going good. Yep. Uh, Damon Stoudemire has got them playing uh, lights out basketball right mm-hmm. now. Yep. Uh, 
St. Mary's, of course, is always tough. Yep. So it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hard week. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully we'll get both W's for sure. I I expect to us to win both games, but on the road, um, I believe I think they're on the road. Yeah, both on the road. It looks like. Yeah, Stockton and uh, Moraga. And uh, well, um, it's been a great hour and sixty minutes here, and uh, we'll talk to you next week sometime. Absolutely. Right. Have a great you time. You too. See ya. Bye bye.